This is Jets at Noon with Cameron Poitras and Jim Toth on 680 CJOB. Well, no Jim Toth here. Stuck uh, running solo here. Cam Poitras uh, down at Hockey for All Center uh, helping to tee up FanFest, which is going to go tomorrow from 8 until 3. Uh, make sure you're grabbing your tickets available in advance. They're free tickets available in advance at winnipegjets.com uh, slash fanfest. It's also going to include a pretty exciting late morning special uh, Jets jersey unveiling. And, of course, you can come here and check out uh, uh, the players who I'm sitting down with. I got Nita Nita Rider here, and I also got... Guys, how you doing? How you doing? Doing great. How's your guys' summers? Pretty good. I mean, yeah. I was spending my time in the Swiss Alps, so nothing to complain. <laughs> oh, oh, there you go. <laughs> Now, what about you, Dylan? I should have gone first. I don't get nothing. <laughs> no, I had a good summer. Yeah. Um, I got to, got to Greece with my uh, Greece with my wife for ten days. It was really nice. Um, but uh, you know, it was just at home with my little guy and yeah. staying busy and uh, you know working out training and um, just enjoying some family time. Yeah, that's that's awesome. How's the little guy doing? Doing he's good. He's great. Yeah, yeah. he's going to be three in January, so he's an absolute riot and. Yeah, between him and my wife, I don't get much of a word at home. But uh, yeah, we we have a great time, and uh, and he it's a fun age for sure. He's so uh, you know receptive, and we're we're chatting with each other, and he's telling me funny things, and it's 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 a good time. It's it's a fun age. Yeah, well, the Alps. So what do you do? Like when you're there for the summer, like what's the first thing? You're back in Switzerland. What do you do? I mean, obviously, got all my family's all, all yeah. over there, and I got two sisters. They got both uh, two two kids, so it's uh, I mean, it's a lot of playing with with them. We play a lot of soccer mm-hmm. in the backyard, and obviously some some hockey as well. So it's uh, most of the time, it's just enjoying family time and be there with all my friends. I mean, it's a lot of time where I don't see them throughout the year. So it's uh, once I get there, I really have some good time with them. Awesome stuff. You guys are both uh, heading into contract years. Your UFA's at the end of this. I mean, I got to ask you the question: Is Winnipeg a place you guys are thinking about? You know signing term contracts here yeah absolutely but i think it's something which is not only on us right yeah. so it's a uh, you focus you go out there you do your best and uh, hope they they offer you a deal and that's uh, the only thing you can control is what you do on the ice and everything else we'll we'll see what's going to happen but it's uh, like i said it always needs two to tango yeah i mean in your comments at the ihf championships i mean they really rena- uh, resonated with winnipeggers i mean you're talking about you know people they you know maybe uh, it's a little bit of a misunderstood uh, city, a little bit of a misunderstood community, and you, you you stepped up, and a lot of people really appreciated that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as a visiting team, you come here and you don't really know what to. Do. I mean, you see the you see the the hotel and the arena, and that's all you <laughs> yeah. see. So it's uh, sometimes as a visiting team, it's not fair to judge a city you don't know about. So it's uh, obviously I'm still fairly new, still try to find my way around. But so far, what I've seen, I uh, feel very comfortable here. I think the organization is uh, top notch. to take care of the players very well. So it's uh, I got nothing to could say about Winnipeg so far. Didn't forget about you too, Dylan. Yeah, so no, he good. said it all. I'm, yeah. I'm in the same boat. I think it for sure it takes two to tangle. You hope yeah. there's a conversation. You know, from management that we can when we can discuss. Um, you know, I, I've been really comfortable here, and you know, I chose Winnipeg once, and I have no problem choosing again as long as everything works out. And um, you know, obviously, both sides can be happy. And my wife and I, we love it here. We're in Charleswood. We have a great neighborhood and, and great neighbors, and a lot of kids that are around my son's age. And um, you know, we play at the park. We set up play dates, and and it feels like home. So. Um, definitely, I could see myself playing here uh, in the future. No doubt about it. Awesome stuff. Um, Early in camp here, what, what what is what is coming into camp at this point? Like, there's lots of guys here. There's going to be guys going to be going back to junior, going to other leagues, uh, to the AHL. Is, is this situation uh, right now? Is it? And I saw you out there, you guys, and you were you were kind of talking to some of the younger ones, uh, giving them pointers and stuff like that. Is that sort of where this camp is right now? You're 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 still trying to get yourself ready for the season, but you're you're teaching right now too. 
Yeah, no, I think so. I think, yeah. you know, we've been young guys in the league and we've always looked at the older guys to kind of help us out if we had questions, and that's what we're here for. We're, yeah. you know, we're, I guess, an extension of the coaching staff. You know, you can't always go to the coach for, you know, in between a, a drill. Sometimes you're just talking with your partner or with your line mate about, mm-hmm. you know, we need to be in this position. This is how we do the coverage, things like that. And at the same time, trying to get our game in the right spot too, right? So we're trying to push the envelope and try to bring our best. Um, but, you know, for me, like I'm, I'm partners right now with, with Chisholm. And, um, you know, he's been around the system a little bit, but just different things at the NHL level to kind of look out for and, and how, you know, how to maybe close guys a little faster and, and what to do in certain situations. So, um, you know, we're just trying to help out where we can with these young guys, make yeah. them as comfortable as possible, um, you know, because these guys are the future. If it's not now, it's going to be later. And, and um, you know, it's a young guys league, so they'll be in here soon enough. You guys going to be going to Edmonton on Sunday? You have you don't know that yet. Not sure. If you got a scoop, let us know. No, I got nothing. No, I was hoping maybe you guys would have a little bit of something. Um, uh, so how's camp going so far? I mean, I mean, this is. I mean, you came in la- mid-season last year from from Nashville, um, sort of getting integrated with the team. You're 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 in the team now, and you're getting started here um, in camp. What's what's sort of the different? What's different about that? I mean, you know, obviously, you got some time to get to know actually the guys. Yeah. I mean, obviously, coming in mid-season or the way I came in, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. You you focus on just winning hockey games, and that's it. And now you actually got some time to to learn the system and get to know your teammates a little better, and obviously get to know the whole organization. I mean, here you got the whole prospect pool. You got to see the the young talent who's going to be up sooner than later, and I think that's something which is exciting for me to be in. And and like the mellow said before i mean it's it's a young guy's league so i mean you can see you can feel the push from from behind and you got to make sure as an older guy you you keep your spots and do whatever it takes to uh, to be ahead of them um how's this camp compared to last one don yeah i, I think um I, I don't think it's been too different in regards to i guess the the game plan um you know i i just think there's just a lot of enthusiasm this year um you know obviously we made a few changes brought some new uh some fresh faces in that are obviously going to be key parts of our, our, our team brought lb back and it just seems yeah. like you know he was here you know last year with us and it yeah. doesn't even seem like he ever left so um great to have a familiar face like that on the back uh, behind us in, in net so um it's, it's been a great start to camp pace has been really good guys are in shape guys are hungry you know we, you know we lost first round last year i think guys are pissed off about that we're ready to go excited for for the challenge and you know, I'm sure people are going to, you know, write us off a little bit because we've made some changes, but we feel confident in our group. we got great depth at forward, on the back end, and in net. So um, as long as we can, you know, utilize that depth and everybody play their part, I think we've got a great squad. Is that a good place to be? Teams writing you off, people writing you guys off already, the Winnipeg Jets. Is that where you? Is that a situation you want to be in? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you yeah. want to be the, the hunters, I guess. Yeah. I mean, we know what we did last year and we know uh, what kind of changes we made, but like Melum said it exactly. I mean, I don't think we're the better, t- uh, or say the worst team we were last year. I think we got a lot of talent. I think we were very hungry. We got to know the system. We got to know the team a little better. I mean, it's the second year for the coach as well. So it's, uh, I think things are going definitely in the right direction and I feel, uh, feel really good about our team. What was the message from Bonus through the summer? Just come ready to go. Come, yeah. come ready. You know, don't rest on just being happy about making you know the first round and losing. You yeah. know, p- push the envelope up the ante. Um, you know, just just come in the best shape possible and be ready to work and, and be ready to go. Did you see a good opportunity this year? I mean, obviously. I mean, what a crazy question. How did you guys see that? <laughs> For sure. Any time, <laughs> any team that comes into camp, you're, you're yeah. excited. Um, you know, there's a lot of enthusiasm. Like I said, everybody feels great about yeah. their chances, right? And everybody, you know, everybody's goals to win the Stanley Cup. So. 
you know, I, I don't think anybody feels bad ever coming into camp. Everybody's excited to be here, start the season. This is what you've worked so hard uh, in the off season for to kind of see everything come together. And and at the same time, you know, the work is just beginning for a group. This is the ground level for us to, to build our foundation and get things right and, and start the, the regular season off and running. Uh, early pairings, uh, Rick Bonus has you playing with, with Cole Perfetti and Nick Ehlers. I mean, what do you think about that? I think it's great. I mean, obviously... Nick Ehlers, always he's uh, extremely fast. I mean, yeah. high in high in talent, and uh, if he's healthy, he's obviously an unbelievable player. And and Fetz, I mean, he's playing a center this year. I never played with him. And funny, when I got here, I never saw him play. I only saw him practicing. So I'm pretty excited to see him in the game. But he's uh, very highly skilled. Obviously, he's getting older and older, and you can tell he's getting more feels more comfortable on the ice. And I think that's something which he's got to take advantage of. Who comes into camp the most fired up? Like of the guys in the room, who's coming in and just like ready to go? The oh, I don't know. I mean, Schmidt, any day of the week is fired up, ready to go. Um, yeah, I don't know. Scheiss got a lot of energy this year. Um, mm-hmm. I think all the guys, you know, everybody's, you know, coming in smiling, you know, high five and hugging, whatever it is. Like guys are just excited to see each other. Guys are ready to battle with each other, and guys are just ready to get going. How long? Did, how long do you kind of stew on being bounced out of the playoffs in the first round? How long does it take to kind of shake those cobwebs off and, and kind of focus on the next season in my opinion it goes actually pretty fast i mean yeah. once you're out there's nothing you can do about it I mean, at the end of the day i mean there's 30, 31 other teams who who lost who didn't do anything uh, didn't do everything right mm-hmm. i mean so everybody's at the end of the day almost in the same position so a lot of teams didn't even make the playoffs so it's a uh, i mean you gotta look at the goods what we did and obviously the bats which we we definitely had as well so it's um overall i feel like i mean as soon as you're out takes a couple of weeks where you think about okay what do i gotta do better personally and what we gotta do as a group and i think i mean you address that pretty quickly and then you gotta move on and work in your game uh yeah. last one for the both of you guys uh, how many games do you want to play during the preseason how much do you like to feel the puck uh i i like to play a lot of them um i like i think four out of six would be nice mm-hmm. uh for me um i like playing more games towards the end like i'd rather play say like three of the last four mm-hmm. or something like that because I remember last year I think I played the first game and I just our preseason last year was weird like it was just so extended yeah like, I think I played the first game and I didn't play again to the fourth or fifth game and I had a week and a half off in between games and I just felt like all that work like yeah it just kind of went away and I had to get it back so I it's better this year it looks like our schedule looks a lot better but I like playing the ones that are closer to and those are kind of the better lineups too like you get the more NHL lineups and stuff like that um but I don't think it's up to me so I can't <laughs> yes, really say. you know same question to you I mean, I would say between two and three games. Oh, yeah. I think that's uh, that's plenty. I mean, obviously you want to want to practice, you want to get your line going, and you want to feel the puck as well. And obviously, yeah. there's a lot of times you only can feel it in the game. So it's like Melo said that towards the end, this definitely the, the games you want to play in. But at, I mean, at the end of the day, it's after the coaches, and yeah. I know there's a lot of guys who have to play some games, and it's also good for younger guys to play with some veterans and uh, play together and and all that. So it's uh, at the end of the day, I mean, it's always fun playing the game. Yeah, Dylan Demello. Uh, Nino Niederreiter, great luck, guys. I uh, really appreciate you popping on the show. Thank Absolutely. you much. Appreciate it. All right, let's take a break. Let's come back on the other side. A Blake Wheeler, of course, uh, a former Winnipeg Jet, uh, one of the, uh, uh, the 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 people leaving in the in the off season. Uh, he's uh, found a spot there pretty early on, and I think as everybody sort of thought he was going to with the Rangers. I'll tell you what what he's up to after this. Jets at noon on six eight CJOB. Well, former Winnipeg Jets captain and uh, longtime member of the Jets, Blake Wheeler, uh, was opening up New York Rangers camp, skating on the second line as a right wing between uh, Artemi Panarin and Philip Heidel. 
Of course, uh, the captain signing a one-year $800,000 contract with the Rangers this offseason following his buyout as a member of the Winnipeg Jets. The 37-year-old, hey, 16 goals, 39 assists in 72 games last season. Where do you put uh, the points on the over-under for Blake Wheeler as a member of the New York Rangers? Uh, text the show, 204-780-6868, 204-780-6868. Cam Poitras here. Uh, no Jim Toth. Jim Toth is going to be uh, back later on in the week. I got a couple days off on, on Monday and Tuesday. It's going to be Yom Kippur, so I'm going to be off uh, a couple of days. Uh, so yeah, just letting you know, they'll be, uh, you'll be taken care of right here on 680 CJOB. Let's take a break. Let's come back to 1230 news, uh, coming up right after this. And then Paul Edmonds, voice of the Winnipeg Jets, uh, coming in, of course, a change to the broadcast team here on 680 CJOB. Very exciting. We'll talk to Paul when we come back. Jets at noon on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to the show. Live down at Hockey for All Center for Winnipeg Jets training camp. Team Solani is wrapped up uh, today. Oh, actually, yeah, Team Solani's wrapped up. Team Newman's going to be getting going uh, later on at 1 o'clock. Fan Fest tomorrow, 8 until 3. You're going to need your tickets. Get those in advance. WinnipegJets.com slash Fan Fest. And of course, you're going to come in. And you might uh, run into my next guest here, Paul Edmonds, voice of the Winnipeg uh, Jets, right here on 680 CJOB. Paul, how you doing? I'm good. Who's your favorite? Was it uh, Timo or Teppo? Uh, Timu, big time. Yeah, yeah my uh, I actually he, uh, embarrassed myself telling Timu that my my uh, teddy bear's name actually was Timu <laughs> when I was growing up. And Jim, who's not here today, Jim Jim gave me a hard time about that. But I got one opportunity to say it. Um, That's so, fanboy uh, extraordinaire my, right yes, there, Yes, right? oh, big time. Yeah. Uh, but Teppo was my – my dad was a huge Teppo, uh, Teppo fan, uh, one of the best, like – my dad raved and raved and raved about him as a defenseman. Two different types of players, right? One was 100%. a puck-moving, stayed-home defenseman. Yep. The other guy was a dynamic, finesse, offensive producer, right? Yeah. But very good friends, both from the same country. Both had mm-hmm. a major impact in the Winnipeg Jets' history, 1.0. Maybe Teppel more so because he was here longer. Uh, but uh, the appropriate answer would be both yes. for me. So, yeah. yes. Both wonderful play. So the change is coming up here on the broadcast, of course. It was announced earlier on the start with Mackling, McGarry, and McNabb that Mitchell Clinton is going to be joining yeah. you in the booth as your uh, color commentator. The bat, uh, the Robin to your Batman. Yeah, I was going to give him the Batman credit. But looking forward to it. I mean, yeah. Mitch has been around since the franchise returned in 2011 and in various capacities, uh, but always kind of being a reporter yeah. around the team and so this was logical for him to kind of move into it uh, he's paid some dues through the manitoba moose as well and i've worked with him in you know sometimes when we look at covid we look at it as being a negative there was a lot of positives that kind of yeah. came out of covid and one of them was that i got to work with mitchell both in the color capacity that he's going to assume now mm-hmm. in place of jamie thomas and also he was able to fill in for me because at one point or another everybody covid ran through the whole hockey <laughs> team and the support it, yeah. staff so we were all missing games so it kind of gave us a baseline for you know the replacement for jamie when jamie decided not to travel anymore and um and just go into the content department mm-hmm. so this is great and we also have that familiarity with each other now so it's not like we have to have this get to know you period uh we know what we're going to do on the air how it's going to kind of go back and forth mechanically so there shouldn't be a major adjustment and i always like the guys that 
have worked hard to kind of aspire for something do get rewarded, especially a guy that's from Manitoba as well. Absolutely. Both me and him, both CKDM alumni from up in Dauphin. Uh, so that's something that we've, we've definitely chatted about before. Um, what are you taking from camp? Like at this stage in it, it's so early on. There's so many guys that are going to be going. They're going to be making their way down to junior. Guys like Elias Solomonson, um, if he doesn't make the team, he's going to be heading back to Europe. Uh, what are you looking for right now from camp? Well, the one thing, it, it's always intriguing, although some would suggest that it's less intriguing this year because there's not the spots that are open for the taking, right? Totally. The, the competitive nature of somebody on the bubble kind of working in. But I'm okay with that mm-hmm. because there's been enough with the injection of the three players that have come from Los Angeles and the Pierre-Luc Dubois yeah. trade, where they fit in, what Cole, Cole Perfetti excuse me, is going to do here. Declan Chisholm was a, was a guest today through the media. Is he going to push into the lineup after being a, a number of years as a, as a top-ranked defenseman with the Manitoba Moose? So there are some storylines here, just not the great storylines on really who's going to make the team and who's not. Yeah. It's pretty much set it's just that are these guys going to fit together and if they don't then the pieces might move around so that's kind of what i've looked at here too i mean goaltending set defensive core set the forward core set but what they want to do i think this is the second camp for for rick bonus and to improve on where they were in a minus five goal differential when he took over the team to a plus 22 last year, can they improve on that? And can they be better defensively and reduce the amount of shots? So all of these drills that I'm looking at mm-hmm. are what are they doing here? The four check yesterday was kind of the presence of what the whole day was about on the one, two, two. And I'm getting technical here, but yeah. these are the kinds of things that I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. And then the counter to that was, okay, if you're seeing a one, two, two, and that that's the scheme that they're running against us. How do we get the puck into the middle and out of our own zone and with some speed to go on the attack? And that's what we saw yesterday. Today was defensive zone coverage. So all these things are being covered um, by Rick Bonus and his coaching staff with another layer from what they already established last year. But in terms of that fight for spots, yeah. we're not really going to see a lot of that uh, over the course of the next week or so. Is that good for the team that the biggest question mark might be the 13th forward? Yeah, I think undoubtedly because you always want competition, but you don't have this uncertainty of who's going to be where. Mm-hmm. I do believe that this is a competitive hockey team, and I know that we've heard from multiple players over the last couple of days and even before camp started about the fact that they like this makeup, and I truly do as well. I have the Winnipeg Jets making the playoffs. I think Central you know, is wide. Once outside you get past, of Dallas and Colorado. Once you get past those two heavyweights right yeah. there, anything is a go, and I'm not so sure that, uh, that Minnesota's going to take another step that they did last year, and they yeah. might be vulnerable this year right they're taking so, a big cap at 14.7 i mean are they going to be able to do that again with that huge handicap i think that you know what does ryan o'reilly do now in nashville i mean there's some moving parts here to this division after you get past those mm-hmm. two top teams so i do believe that the winnipeg jets will be fighting for a playoff spot this year and what we've seen here is the added depth on the forward core a defensive group that's been together for the last number of years and a great one-two punch in terms of your goaltending tandem here and and the question there is 
How does that split up? I mean, is Connor Hellebuck going to take 55 games now and not push into the 60s anymore? Mm-hmm. Do you give LB or Lauren Brossois, as they call him, um, a few more games? I mean, he's certainly earned that. He's not the okay. backup anymore. Um, so I think that there's going to be a few things that we watch for as this, this year unfolds. But it's a good thing when you have that organizational depth where you're not integrating five or six guys into your lineup from year to year. And I think that the group, as they've talked about many times, Cameron, mm-hmm. um, are a solid group and they get along, and we've seen that, and there's just not going to be a whole lot of spots that are open. Yeah, um, one of those spots definitely grabbed by uh, Dylan Sandberg on defense. I, I'm very intrigued at him pairing up with Neil Pionk here at camp. There is another layer that I think that he can get to. Yeah. And, and Kelly Moore and I were talking about this around the outside of the rink today. And, and what we saw is what we're going to get from Dylan Sandberg with a newly minted contract. But I think there's another layer for him to add on. And what is the other layer? I don't think, you know, at six foot four that he's going to be super rugged and, and be this kind of bruiser and crusher. I think there's a little bit of that to his game mm-hmm. just based on his size. But also, I think what he can do is add a little bit more puck possession, uh, a better first pass, if you will, and maybe some offense to his game by holding the line, being more confident with the puck overall. Mm -hmm. So I think there's still some progression for Dylan Sandberg. And quite frankly, I'm looking forward to seeing it unfold over the 82-game schedule this year. Yeah, uh, Alex Iafalo matching up with with Adam Lowry, the, again, newly minted captain. Um, That's a – you know what – you, you look at that line up there and you, got, you throw Mason Appleton, you know exactly what those guys are going to be doing. Well, the other thing about that is if you, you know, you're, you're adding by subtraction. So Blake Wheeler yeah, goes yeah. out and his 16 goals go out. But you bring Alex Iafalo's 16 goals in. So you've got those, you've got that filled, right? Yeah. At the same time, you've got that filled with a guy that's going to be on your perceived third line Mm -hmm. so when you have that plus adam lowry and mason appleton which are really good defensive players you're not only adding a good defensive line maybe one of the top in the league or or a a group that can go out and face those top lines in the league but you added now a third offensive line with your best defensive line if if i'm making any sense 100 percent. so i really like the balance and the depth that have been created through these lines now there as we mentioned off the top of this there could be some mixing and matching that goes on Mm -hmm. and time will tell but the makeup right now i think is pretty sage on how they've got this all balanced yeah you know if you need somebody to get you excited you just sit next to paul edmonds and have him talk about hockey like i can just hear the passion in your voice and your excitement and stuff like that coming up on sunday uh, you got a home at home, uh, kicking things off uh, in Edmonton. Uh, the pregame show is going to get going at three o'clock. Broadcast is going to be at five uh, Winnipeg time. Uh, you geared up. You got your you got your your gitchin, your socks all packed away, <laughs> <laughs> and then you're in your go away bag. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. I'll admit this to you and yeah. the thousands that are listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, you kind of and and I was talking with Dan Robertson, the the TV voice yeah. in the Winnipeg Jets, about this, and we kind of joked yesterday because it was the first time I got to see him since he got back in from Montreal, and 
And uh, we both sort of mused about the fact that we wonder if we can remember how to call a game, right? Because it's, <laughs> it's been a while. But yeah. I go through that. I mean, I went through that with baseball and, and now with yeah. hockey for all these years that you're like, oh, i got to remember if I know how to do this again. And so one of the things that's just a little trick that I do is uh, I always take one of the last games that I did the year before mm-hmm. and I'll listen to it again prior to the first game of the year so that I can remind myself of, of how I did things <laughs> uh, mechanically, right? Yeah. yeah but I I mean, it's just you know a little bit of self doubt. I think at times, and and you haven't been doing this. It's it, you know we don't get a training camp. You get thrown right into That's it. That's right. right. Yeah. You know I'm not just going into some studio with you and you're you know telling me to call this off a screen and you know kind of work out the kinks. Here. Yeah. We work out the kinks with the six preseason games. But I'm glad to have them. Glad to be doing all of them. Glad to be doing all 82 yeah. regular season games here on 680 CJOB, and it's uh, been a great fit for me for sure. And joined by Mitchell Clinton up in the broadcast booth, a Paul Edmonds voice, of the Winnipeg Jets here on six. 680 CJOB. Paul, thanks so much. Oh, my pleasure. You yep. take care. Let's yep, take forward to Let's it. take a break. On the other side, I got Kelly Moore's been waiting so patiently uh, to pop on the show. He's been vividly watching camp. He's going to be here tomorrow as well, uh, taking in everything. And I, I want to I want to see what he's been thinking about camp so far. So we'll be right back. Chats at noon on 680 CJOB. No Jim Toll today. He's away. He will be back next week. Fan Fest, of course, going tomorrow. We're down here live at Hockey for All Center. It's going to be going tomorrow from 8 until 3. Make sure you grab your tickets. They are free, available in advance at winnipegjets.com slash fanfest. Speaking of tickets, the 680 CGOB Family Fun Zone Pack. Uh, we here at uh, 680 CGOB partnering with True North Sports and Entertainment for seats in the sections 319 and 322, rows 5 to 8. Right now through Ticketmaster, you can purchase a package with a seat for five family-friendly Winnipeg uh, uh, Jets hockey games coming up this season, including the Panthers, the Stars, uh, the Blackhawks, uh, the Minnesota, Arizona, all that stuff. And the cost for each package, fifty nine forty four per seat, which can be paid once in full or part of an eight installments at 6868 no coincidence there no whatsoever whatsoever i know nothing i see nothing when it comes to that you know the other thing too with those games uh, cam yes they're all weekend games so that's what makes them the family fun zone you know you mentioned the home opener against florida connor bedard's first nhl visit uh when chicago comes to town in early december you know great divisional matchups against dallas and minnesota just after christmas yes and then of course arizona in there in february as well so uh it's it's a great package get them while you can and there's still lots of time that's right and all those games on saturdays except for the arizona counties that one is yeah, on weekend a, afternoon that games is on yep, a Sunday. Yep. um Kelly, you you Cam. you come and you watch camp, and you have a different view from me. You're you've done play by play. You've been around the game of hockey a, a lot longer than I have. What are the things that you're looking for uh, from perhaps some of the veterans and the young players? Well, the veterans, you know what they yeah. can do uh, for the younger players in particular, and I really try to zone in. You know, Paulie was just mentioning yeah. you know those battles uh, for the depth positions. Plus, you know, you look to see if there's chemistry. Right now, you know, they've got Velarde on the right side with. Shafley and Kyle Connor. You know, how are they meshing? And again, until they play in the preseason, it's going to be really hard yeah. to tell. But uh, th- the big thing I watch for, Cam, more than anything else is pace. You know, 
can they practice with pace? Because there's that age-old belief that you play how you practice and you practice how you want to play. So those are uh, th- that's the one thing that I'm looking for more than anything else. And you know, the battle drills were yeah. exceptional here th- this morning. I really like those. Dylan Demello, I think he was talking to you about yes. those as well. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I was trying to get the scoop on uh, for you too on Sunday if they were going to be heading to Edmonton, but uh, <laughs> they also had no answers. Yeah. So need don't even. I don't even know if they know. Yeah. No, they do. Yeah. I don't know yeah. they, if if yeah. they do. They're certainly not going to tell me. Yeah. Um, uh, Kelly, we had, and you, you mentioned chemistry, and Rick Bonus on the start here on 680 CJLB at 730 this morning, yeah. and he talked about chemistry, and he said that being such a big part of team culture. Absolutely. And, you know, the other thing, too, is last year they came in, and other than Marty Johnston, really nobody had much of a book. Mm-hmm. on on who the players were you know rick had seen them before when he was coaching in dallas scott o'neill would be familiar with some of them mm-hmm. you know and and then you know brad lauer was working in the western hockey league doing a great job with the edmonton oil kicks so mm-hmm. you know there i think that is going to be a benefit in itself that the coaching staff's a little more familiar uh, and the players are more familiar with the coaching staff and what they want to do though but having said that rick made it very clear that they have to do some things better and the focus point the the emphasis is really, uh, at least what my ears has picked up, is being harder to play against when you don't have the puck. So that's yes. another thing I've been kind of watching for, especially in those battle drills. Yeah. You know, who's who's winning the who's winning the battles? Who's not giving up? To me, the best thing is when it's a tie camp because both guys are doing a great job, <laughs> and that's that's going to get them fired up for next time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, you know, you know what, the athletes are like they're competitive, and you know, if you beat the guy the one time, if you happen to go onto the wall with him mm-hmm. the next time. You want to make sure that uh, you're not over two. You're going into the dressing room. You're you're speaking to the players and in, in, in part of the scrums. What's your sort of take on what you hear? I mean, Connor Hellebuck. I mean, outright confidence yesterday. Yeah, always. Uh, but, yeah, him. but yeah. that's but that's to be expected. I mean, what else is if if you've been listening to anything he's been saying over the last little bit? What he said yesterday about wanting to win a cup and going to win a cup. That's not a surprise. What do you what are you hearing from him? Is 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 there anything different? Uh, you know, I think he was maybe a little. Uh, like sometimes his answers are in that uh, you know uh, ten to fifteen second range. I thought he was a little yeah. more eloquent yesterday. I thought he was there was more passion yeah. in his voice. Uh, but uh, the one thing you know, and Jim mentioned it, and I think it's important for uh, everybody to remember that yes, players are somewhat in control of their destiny if they decide that you know they're okay, they're going to commit to a franchise. Mm-hmm. But you know. Connor's right. He could say something today, and then, yes. you know, all of a sudden something happens, and so now we're all attacking him. Well, you said this yesterday, you know, and now totally. this happened. So I don't, I understand mm-hmm. why the players are keeping things rather vague because no one knows what, what's going to happen. But that the, the emotion, mm-hmm. I think, more so than anything else, Cam, it almost sounded like it was a post-game interview as opposed <laughs> yeah. to day one of, of training camp. That's what caught, kind of caught my attention. That's what I also took from, from Mark Shifley's comments as well. I mean, it was like, I, yeah, yeah, I want I want to be here. I want to stay. Yeah. I, I want to, I would be willing to stay here, but like, what else, what else yeah. am I going to say? Do you, yeah, situation? what else do you yeah. want me to say? Yeah. You know, he's just, you know, that's the thing, you know, he, he's trying to be as honest as he can, keeping in mind that, you know, when, it, when a player like Mark Shifley says, mm-hmm. you know, I leave that to my business, He's one of those guys where I think that is the case because mm-hmm. he is so, so ingrained on maintaining his nutrition, on maintaining his training, on on trying to become a better hockey player. I He's one of the guys that I think 
he probably doesn't talk to his uh, representation until there's something to talk about. But you know, he's a, he wasn't quite as passionate as, mm-hmm. as Connor Hellebuck. But then Mark never has been that way. Uh, you know, speaking on those kind of subjects. There's times yeah. when he comes off the ice, he's breathing fire. You've seen him. Oh yeah. you know, during games. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, only got about 45 seconds yeah. here. Colby Barlow signing a three-year. Uh, uh, yeah. And watch out, deal. Barlow's beard is. You know, it's, he's going to give you wow. a good run listen, for your money. I, I was looking at him today, and I'm like, listen, he's his is better than me, and yeah. he's 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 just a kid. Um, he's had he's become very familiar here with this rink, particularly. Yeah. He was here for rookie camp. Yeah. Um, he was here earlier in the summer for you know, orientation and stuff like that, and now he's here at at main camp. I mean, I mean, I mean, what are you seeing from from this guy? He's only had a couple skates, but. Yeah, it, and again, it, it's really early to see. I, I mm-hmm. tried to watch a, a few of the games from Penticton, and, and it looked like in that third game against Calgary, we were starting to see him be a little bit more comfortable playing on that line with Lucius and mm-hmm. Chibrikov. So uh, I, I think you know what's important now is for him to go back to Owen Sound, have an even better year than he had last year, and position himself for a real good run of things uh, come next season. Uh, Kelly Moore, 680 CGOB Sports Director. Kelly, thank you so much. Nice to see you here, Cameron. Nice to see you too, Kelly. Always great. Uh, That's going to be it for me. I'm going to be back next week. I got Monday, Tuesday uh, off. Good yontif to everybody. Shana Tova, Yom Kippur coming up here. So I'm going to be off on Monday, but I will be back uh, next week. So everybody, thanks so much. And make sure you're down here for Fan Fest tomorrow from 8 until 3. Uh, It's going to include a late morning special Jets jersey unveiling as well. So that's going to be exciting. Just another reason to get down here. But make sure you get your tickets. They are free, but you need to have them in advance. Go to Winnipeg. Jets.com slash FanFest. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Thanks to Nieder Niederreiter. Uh, thank you for Dylan DeMello for joining the program. Uh, Paul Edmonds and, of course, uh, 680 CGOB's Kelly Moore. See ya!